Let's talk about it. This is the podcast where Jamie and Kirsten talk about everything. No limits, no boundaries. Join us while we talk about what really goes on in our lives. Anything goes. So without further ado, let's Let's talk talk about it. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, welcome back to episode two of Let's Talk About It. How are we doing? Good evening, you sexy fuckers. What's happening? Good evening, you sexy fuckers. How are we feeling, Kirsten? We good? I think we're good. How are How are you doing? I'm doing all right. You know, I'm drinking some wine, having a good time. It's going to be fine. A little wine and dine time. A little rhyme time. Period. I was trying to think of a rhyme. I couldn't think of one. It's okay. It's okay. Anyways, this is episode two of Let's Talk About It. Thank you for joining us for another episode of our bullshit. <laughs> it's a great turnout this year. Great turnout. If you know that reference, thank you. <laughs> oh Anyways, um, yeah, this is Let's Talk About It. I feel like let's just dive right in, right? I'm ready. Let's okay. go. Okay, so I figured we should start. We actually got some questions. Um, shocker. <laughs> massive shocker. But we did get some questions. Um, Kirsten, this one was for both of us. Um, All right. The question is, what makes you happy other than One Direction? Um, When I got this question on, like, Tuesday, I have been thinking about it nonstop because... As you should. It's a tough one. What does make me happy other than One Direction? That's really a really tough one. And after some hard consideration i thought about taco bell taco bell makes me happy it's a good choice it's it's really not like it's not a good choice um i have this thing where i'll go through phases and i'll eat a certain food until i'm physically sick of it um it's really (laughs) it's so embarrassing how much money that i spent on taco bell Mm -hmm. like hold up let me take a look at this all right Speaking of Taco Bell, while we're on the topic and you're looking, um, what, fun fact, when I lived on my own, um, I lived off of Taco Bell. And in the light of that, while Kirsten is looking, I found myself in some hot water um, after the first episode. It seems like maybe I was a little too harsh about the whole situation of me living on my own in the whole X thing. So I just want to publicly say that there is no bad blood between my ex and I. We're on good terms. And I apologize if it made it seem like there was a grudge because there's not. Mm. So I just needed to say that I got myself in some hot water, a little scandal, but it's okay. Okay, so uh, (laughs) this is so embarrassing. Last month on Taco Bell, I spent $131.85. Fuck. I mean, I feel like there's worse ways to spend money. Mm. You know what I mean? I guess so. But I like, think it's a good choice. It's Taco Bell. Right. But like, you really can't go wrong. There's so many options. I get the same thing every time. And I have it like three times a week, Jamie. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out here. Um there's really just no going around the situation. Right. It's just not right. Yeah. Um, and to answer your question, um, I'll answer that one as well. My answer is pretty simple. Um, 
my cat makes me happy. Uh, my cat peaches. My cat peach. Um, yeah, peaches. <laughs> I think you're lovely peaches. <laughs> Close enough. Christ. Close enough. Um, so yeah, that's to answer your question. Um, so let's jump right in with another question. Um, we got asked for some advice, actually. Um, I'm trying to get my jacket off. It's a little hot in here. Um, so we got asked, what do you do about being in love with your best friend? Um, it's a tricky one. Um, I guess I'll take the lead on this because I have had some experience with that. Um, yes, please do. With my ex. Um, she was my best friend. Absolutely adored her. Um, I mean, I feel like a part of me wants to say go for it because life is too short to keep those feelings inside. And if you've expressed those feelings, that's great. Um, and obviously, if they feel the same way, that's even better. But I get the hesitation where you don't want to ruin your friendship because that's the worst. And it's so unfortunate that that happened with my ex because her and I were like so fucking close, so close. Right. And we were like the best of friends before we dated. And when we dated, obviously that changed. And now, you know, you add a messy breakup on top of it and it's like fucked. Mm-hmm. So I get that. But I don't think that should let you scare you from your feelings because like, yeah, that could happen, but you try to like, you have to stay positive. Um, so my advice is to go for it. Life is way too short to not express your feelings and say what you feel and act mm-hmm. on it. Um, so that's my advice. I'm not a professional, but that's my opinion. All right. So my take on it. Um, I don't know if I'm the most qualified to give advice. I'm really, really bad at it. Um, so, oh God, I'm so bad at advice. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> There's last, no wrong answer. Last time someone like in person asked me for advice, like Whoops, so in high school, um, I told her it'd be like that sometimes because I didn't know what to say. Um, yeah. Fuck. Um, I had to agree with you. Like, life is too short to be literally anything but happy. So go for it. Couldn't I f- agree more. I feel like if it's meant to be, it will be. Agree. Don't force anything that doesn't feel natural. And exactly. That's another thing. Like, you don't have to rush it. I think it's almost, like, better to, like, have your feelings out there but still – see what happens and don't force a relationship just because you guys feel the same like keep that friendship build on it and then when you're both ready act on it absolutely agree because i feel like if you had that if you built that friendship first you're getting to know each other inside and out Mm -hmm. to where a relationship is more i don't know it's not like you're dating this person just because, oh, their looks or whatever. Like, right. you know this person inside and out and you, like, that's your person. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. So I feel like it could either really go both ways. But I if agree. the feeling's mutual, like, go for it. For sure. What do you got to lose? Period. I love that. All right. Nice. So 
couple questions out of the way. Oh, um, um, I just wanted to address the last question that mm, I received. Unfair question, by unfair the way. Unfair of fuck you, Tanner Furness. <laughs> just kidding. Love you. Um, <laughs> so he asked me this question that he knew that would offend really, you. Really offend me. So yeah. if anyone knows me. I'm offended for you. Yes. I am a really big fan of stand-up comedy. I love <laughs> SNL. Um, Pete Davidson is one of my favorite comedians. I love his work. Um, so Tanner did the wrong thing by asking me. Oh my God, Danny DeFito, I love your work. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Had to he do s- it. He said, fuck, Mary kill with my favorite people. Harry, Louie, and Pete. I would just like to respectfully decline that question. I think that is so mean i agree and it's like kirsten's like a stan of pete i'm more of a casual fan but i'm offended because how can you put us in that situation where you put i can only speak for myself you give me the chance of harry and louie when those men are don't know i exist but i view them as father figures (laughs) um so i can't really marry or fuck them because not that's for my me. dad right like just not for me you know i agree i completely agree with the louis and harry statement yeah p davidson i why why would you put those three in that situation it's no. tough um so yeah with that um fuck also, that question fuck that question also Go stream Alive from New York on Netflix. It's Pete Love Davidson's that. comedy special. Yes, ma'am. Give He's the so plug. fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's dive in to our conversations for the night. All um, right. So in the light of the entertainment industry, um, as we all know, the Grammys are coming up, or as I like to refer to them as the Scammies. Scammies. The Scammies. Um, let's talk about it. Um. I think where, where do we begin? All right, so it's mm. <laughs> with Harry, peace and love. With peace and love. I just want to address a tweet that was made by Zane, which our king. I so, so much respect for him as an artist. I love him so much. Um his musical abilities in general are just phenomenal that falsetto is insane so good um he tweeted a couple tweets that got a couple of backlash uh, quite a bit of backlash i'll just read them for you um he basically just said fuck the grammys and anyone associated unless you shake hands and send gifts there's no nomination considerations and then follow that up with my tweets nothing personal about eligibility but was about the need for inclusion and lack of transparency of nomination process in the space that creates and allows favoritism, racism, now green politics to influence the voting process. And I cannot agree more. I I agree. Zane really spit facts. And I think that follow-up tweet was a lot to do with Mr. Harry Styles. Um, a lot of people really came for Zane's neck about, oh, like, how can you say that like Harry was your bandmate like and that's really just goes to show like he's talking about 
the lack of inclusion with a people of color and it first, has nothing to do with a white man yeah the first thing you think about is the feelings of a white man right and i'm sorry like i love harry to death 100 percent. but why are you saying this on his behalf right when he you- didn't tell you that's how he feels so don't speak on his behalf because he wouldn't want that right and i guess i would like to give my statement if you will i absolutely am like so disappointed in the grammys i mean it's been years Mm -hmm. so i mean so many years and the fact that they're still not changing and doing the right thing is super fucking disappointing to be completely honest and it's just it sucks because there's so many people that are so talented but don't even get a chance and it's not right um with that being said i am excited to see harry perform of course Mm -hmm. love him to death super excited to see that um i have a feeling it'll be really good this episode will be out after the grammys yeah um so we're still gonna be watching you know all that but i'm not watching yeah i'll be (laughs) watching um but with that being said there needs to be change because what they're doing is fucking disgusting to be completely honest i will watch harry's performance on youtube when it's uploaded yeah i don't want to give grammys the platform that it already has um i just feel like the grammys has always had some fucked up narrative around it as well um it's it's a scam if you genuinely believe for a second that it's fair then you're you know come on i just wanted to read a um also a a twitter thread (laughs) that i saw um kind of just talking about the grammys kind of being scammies as well exactly Um, talking about how it goes back with Grammy corruption back to 1991 with false where people were boycotting it with false and destructive materialistic values of the music industry and how artists didn't want to be a part of that um also I wanted to talk about the fact that Mac Miller who is one of my favorite Mm -hmm. yeah this is important music artist after he passed away, his family was invited to the Grammys and he didn't win. I'm sorry, that is fucking gross. And to sit there and think that, oh, it was, you know, they picked that. No, they knew that he wasn't going to win. So to sit there and invite his family and give them false hope after everything is so fucked up. Like, I don't want to bash Cardi B. I think she's a great artist. Um, Because mm. she did win in that mm. category. Um, I just think the whole inviting his family for him not to win. Yeah, that's... That's gross. Like That's, that's family, heartless. Th- that family has already been through enough. Right. Couldn't agree more. All right. So, uh, on a lighter note, um, we want... I'm going to just do a complete 180 um we're closing that discussion for now i'm sure we'll come back to it the next episode with mm-hmm. our thoughts on the results um but on a lighter note um i figured we should dive into the world of fan fiction 
Oh, God. It's a bit scary. It's a little bit of a tough topic for me personally, and I'll tell you why. Um, I I told Kirsten this story. I've told a few people this story. Um, but this is tough for me to talk about because it's super crazy, and it's something that is not completely ended. Um, <laughs> but I think I should I should talk about it because and I feel like okay, I know what you're talking about, and I feel like this is. is- this is not going in the fan fiction direction that people are going to think it's going in. <laughs> right. I want to preface by saying I have dabbled in reading fanfic um, back in the day. Um, I still dabble occasionally just to see the hype because people tweet about it on Stan Twitter, which we know about my journey with that. Oh, I absolutely read. Oh, my God. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> In seventh grade, I definitely read MadCon fan fiction. <laughs> Yikes. Mine was at least better. Mine was like Raiden, but. Oh, the uh, Jaskalinski Hayes Grand baby. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, um, so what I'm getting to is basically I'll give what happened and then I'll give a little bit of a backstory after. So, sorry, Kirsten and I are disgusting. Not disgusting. <laughs> We're tired. We're drinking. So sorry. Not disgusting. Yes, disgusting. But not, I am disgusting. Not in this context. I meant disgusting. There was a little bit of dead air there. We were having a little behind-the-scenes chat. Um, this is a mess. But this is – let's talk about it. Um, so, with that being said, let's talk about – fanfic and my personal involvement with it if you can even call it that um I say you were involved on you yeah were unwillingly involved. <laughs> i was a victim of fan fiction i was a victim <laughs> i feel personally victimized by wattpad um all right so um this was geez this was probably junior year i think um this was before me and my ex-girlfriend were dating. Um, and we had a little bit of a stalker, I guess you could call it. Which is, like, so weird because, like, we live in a small town. It's very strange. It's, like, I'm little old me, like, not interesting. And to have this person so obsessed yeah, with my life. I, no. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. I definitely am. And it was really strange at first. You know, I was flattered at first because it's like, oh, like, that's nice. Um, keep in mind, this was before me and my ex-girlfriend were dating. And this was, it started sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And there was an account made on Twitter. Um, I won't give the handle or anything, um, but... Basically, there was an account made on Twitter shipping us together, which is so strange to me because at that point, I had feelings for her, but I hadn't even admitted them to myself. Mm -hmm. And it scared the shit out of me to even think about the fact that someone that I didn't even know had picked up on those feelings so much and they felt so passionate enough to get us together to make a whole account dedicated Especially to us. when you're like young and vulnerable and like right i hadn't sure even about your sexuality <laughs> right i hadn't even come to terms with it so the fact that that happened like i said i was flattered at first it's like oh that's cute like haha 
her and I hadn't come to terms with our relationship at that point. We were still just friends. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of laughed it off as a joke um, and just let it be. Um, But it turned weird very quick. It was harmless at first, and then it started to get a little bit too invasive. Um, Basically, they would tweet at us um, saying, you know, like, expose yourselves, you're dating, um, which was so weird for me because it's what I wanted, but I wasn't sure she felt the same. (laughs) Um, So I was scared, and, you know, I always kind of made it a joke because I don't like to take life too serious, but Mm -hmm. um, it started to get – weird um this is where the fanfic comes into play um keep in mind you know what i feel like is already weird someone having a twitter account and tweeting at you to expose yourself like not even the fan fiction part like what the fuck (laughs) yeah and it's i guess i am so desensitized to it because it's like i lived with it for like years um but basically keep in mind you know we're 14 years old at this point um and out of nowhere one day this account tweets a link to a wattpad fic and you know me being me i got curious so i clicked on it and it was a fan fiction written about my best friend and i and what the fuck so of course you know I'm the type of person where I don't like to make a big deal out of things. It's like I can laugh off anything. I can make any opposites. I'm so dramatic. (laughs) No, I can make anything into a joke. I don't like to take things too serious. Um, So at first, when this first happened, I was like, oh, haha, like that's weird, but like that's funny. Like there's a fanfic about us. Like that's (laughs) strange. But I read it, me being me, I read it. Um, No shame. um, And it was weird because. It wasn't just a one shot. I'm talking like chapters. What's a one shot? A one shot is just like one chapter, you know, that's the story. But this was chapters. This was a fic, a long fanfic. What the hell? Um, And it was weird, but it gets weirder. But basically, so this first fanfic written about us, um, it was just totally fictional story about my ex-girlfriend and I you know we were older in this fanfic and we were in college and we were best friends still but like I had feelings for her but she was dating some guy and then she broke up with him admitted she had a crush on me it was really strange really really weird and it had the weirdest part was it had specific details about our lives in it which was really weird to me but so, I like, it has to be someone that I know. know. Okay. Right. Oh, I guess I should say the name that this person on Twitter was going by was Cammy. So the owner of that account's name was Cammy for now. I don't know the real name, but that's what I took from it. Um, mm-hmm. So Cammy's the stalker. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the first fanfic happened. It was weird. Um this person, Cami, ended up getting somehow a link to my private online journal and sending it to my ex-girlfriend when there was journal entries about me trying to accept my feelings for 
my ex-girlfriend and Mm -hmm. I was terrified because I didn't want her to know at that point because I didn't think she felt the same. Um, So I like did everything in my power to get that out of her email and I ended up doing it. Thank God she didn't question me. Um, So she didn't end up seeing the journal entries, but that's so like invasive. It it was really weird. I don't know how she found it, um, but she did. And she like just completely violated my privacy. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was kind of like, okay, this isn't harmless. This is kind of weird. Um, yeah. And so after that, you know, I told her what the fuck, Cammy. I was like, why would you do this? Like, that's not okay. That's private. Like, I don't want her to know. And you know, Cammy goes, I'm just trying to help you guys. And I'm sure, you know, she's so excited because she's been blindly shipping her and I together with no proof. And now she has pages of proof of Mm -hmm. my feelings just written out and she has the proof she needs now. So she's not going to stop. And so I was freaking out at this point. Um, but I couldn't make it look like she had any proof of that because I wasn't ready to accept that. Um, and so, yeah, it went on for months, this Twitter account, just like tweeting at us, you know, trying to, you know, come out like you guys are together. Why are you hiding it? Blah, blah, blah. And it was just really weird. Um, and then so the summer before junior year, my ex-girlfriend and I, this keep in mind, this is all before we dated. Um, we were just friends. Um, we got into a really big argument at the beginning of the summer and we didn't talk all summer. And mm-hmm. that, of course, like broke my heart because I like wanted to date her and right. I couldn't even be friends with her now. And it was a really bad time in my life. Um, and so I was super vulnerable. And of course, you know, I'm posting about it on my online journals because I have no one to talk to. And of course, Cami knows my journals, so she sees I'm posting about it and sees her opportunity and dives right in for it. So she comes back, she makes a new account on Twitter. And it's so sick how she manipulated me and took advantage of me because I was, you know, I really felt alone at that point in my life. And, you know, she treated me like a friend and she had my best interest in mind. And, you know, I was like, okay, like, this is nice. At least I have someone to talk to. I don't have to explain my feelings because they Mm -hmm. already know it. Right. So I didn't have to, you know, give so much backstory. They already knew. And that's so, like, disheartening at, like, the end of the day because when you're trying to figure out your sexuality and you're unsure and you're, like, as young as you were, Mm -hmm. you just want someone in your corner. Right. So – you know, at that point, I was like, awesome. Maybe this person isn't as bad as I thought, you know. Maybe they're just bored and wanted someone Maybe to Maybe they're ship. just fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Hindsight 2020. But. Like, you're just a small town girl. Like, what the hell? Just a small town girl. Yeah. Living in a lonely world. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, go on. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah. Um, about a month goes by of her, Cammy and I building a friendship you know i really trusted this person because i figured i have nothing to lose at this point i don't really know this person i don't know who they are they know everything about me but they don't know anyone in my life to tell this to so it was like a safe space Mm -hmm. a fake safe space but god um 
so a little bit after that, um, I, she sends me a DM, um, just randomly one night with another link to Wattpad. And I'm like, what, what is this? And she's like, you know, I, I wrote this for you. I think you should read it. I think you'll really like it. And so I'm like, okay. So I clicked on it and it's another fanfic about me and my ex-girlfriend. Um, and I was like, okay but again you know i'm so curious i'm a very nosy curious person and i have to know what's going on so me being stupid fucking me i read it and this one was scary um this is when i started to freak out and realize like this person's a fucking stalker um the details in this fanfic it wasn't a fictional story. It was literally my life just written down. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she had took really private details of my life that I had shared with her and wrote it into it, which is just so fucking weird. And, you know, it's like this whole story that it wasn't it was worse because it was more realistic than the mm-hmm. fictional one. That's so like creepy. <laughs> oh, um, my God yeah just really really weird um that doesn't like sit well it doesn't and so you know i read it again this one had chapters just like the other one which it's so weird to me like you have that much time to write a full fanfic about people you don't even know or do you know (laughs) yeah and so i was like okay, why would you write that? Like, that's really weird. I like told her that I'm like, this is kind of like not okay. And she's like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't have any bad intentions. I just figured it would, you know, bring you some comfort. And I'm like, (laughs) it should be my bones shake. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I appreciate the thought, but no, thanks. You kind of missed the mark. It didn't comfort me. And so after that, it was weird. But of course, you know, I am vulnerable and Mm -hmm. she was my only friend. Mm -hmm. Cammie was literally my only friend. No matter how fucking crazy and weird she was, she was literally the only person I could talk to because she was the only person that knew what was going on. Right. And And so in general, it's just so hard to even let your best friends know like, right. Hey, (laughs) Well, I guess even like specifically in your circumstance, like your best friend was that one. Like, yeah. How do you be like, hey, I like girls, but that girl's you. (laughs) Yeah, it genuinely scared the shit out of me, even though I like this is the all a really fucked up part of the story is Cammy had found her online journal, too, and had direct messaged me her journal entries about me. And I was so uncomfortable with it because that's just not right. It's Mm -hmm. such an invasion of privacy and I wasn't comfortable reading them. So I was like, no, like I'm not reading that. I deleted them out of the chat. I was like, don't send me shit like that. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how you're finding this stuff, but I don't want to see it. Right. And she basically outed my best friend and said, well, she has feelings for you too. You know, she talks about it all the time on her journal. And I'm like, okay, but that's not your place to tell me that right you know like that's just it's so private you know like i can only speak for myself but like journaling is so private you literally like 
you can write shit that you don't want anyone to know. When I die, will you share my <laughs> journal for me and not let yeah. anyone read it? Definitely. Yeah. So it's just super private. So to have that just like used against you is really messed up. And so once I had found out that she had these abilities to find what we were privately posting and she was hacking into things to show me things that this girl, my ex-girlfriend would post. I'm like, this isn't okay. I don't know how you're doing what you're doing, but it's not normal. It's not healthy. It's not okay. And so I ended up cutting ties with her after that. Um, And, you know, hadn't heard from her for about a year after that. She kind of took the hint. And then I guess she got bored again because my senior year of high school. So that's like a year ahead. Um, there's this random account on Twitter that requested to DM me. And it's like, hey, do you know who I am? And I'm like, oh, no. And they're like, it's Cammy. And at this point, you know, I had been really good with my girlfriend. You know, we admitted our feelings, laid We're it all out, out there. <laughs> We're out, um, comfortable with it. And so I was like, you know what? clean slate no hard feelings whatever what you did was fucked up but it is what it is and you know she was really nice to me and said you know i'm so proud of you and i'm so happy for you Mm -hmm. that you know you got what you wanted and still what you did right (laughs) right and i didn't ever forget that you know i said i appreciate it but no thanks i can't talk to you (laughs) after what you've done no and So after that, everything was good for about four or five months. And then it was probably winter time, my senior year. And my ex-girlfriend and I, um, we were going through kind of a rough patch in our relationship. Um, And I didn't know what to do. And it was just a really hard time for us. And we weren't happy with each other. Um, And so... One night on Instagram this time, um, I get a request from a DM from an anonymous account saying, hey, it's Cammy. I've seen what you've been posting on your journal. What's going on? And so me being fucking stupid and it's still that like, well, I talked to her before and she mm-hmm. kept my secrets. So maybe I can trust her with this. Right. I expressed to her how I wasn't happy with my relationship and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, you know, and I was leaning towards breaking up with her. And instead of doing the decent thing and keeping it to yourself after I just told you a big thing, she DMs my ex-girlfriend and tells her all of this and says, hey, hey, Jamie's about to break up with you just so you know, you know, she's thinking of cheating on you, which was a lie. She lied about that said I was thinking of cheating on her. What? And so my ex-girlfriend texts me after the fact, and the account's gone at this point. Five minutes later, the account's gone. Um, You know, my ex-girlfriend texts me and says, why did Cammie just text me and tell me, you know, you're cheating on me and you're going to break up with me? And I'm like, okay, first of all, it's out of context. Didn't cheat on you, didn't want to. Yes, I had some feelings about our relationship and how I wasn't happy with it, but that does not mean I'm going to break up with you. Right. And so after that, my ex-girlfriend and I made an agreement that we would never speak to this person, Cammy, again. If I feel they- like a long time fucking coming. <laughs> yeah, so we made an agreement to never speak to this person again if they ever made a new account 
Um, and throughout things, um, her and I have talked about the Cammy situation after the fact, and we have our theories about who it is, um, someone in our personal lives that we actually know. Um, I have my theories too. Our theories the same. Yeah. Um, but I won't talk about any of that. I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus. Right. So. I mean, um, as for if we're on the subject of sexuality, um, coming out, how did you like come out to your family and like your friends? I don't even know the story. Okay. Um, yeah. So my ex-girlfriend, who is my first girlfriend, um, mm-hmm. I haven't dated after that because not into it anymore. I'm just not a dating person at the moment. But uh, yeah, so we kind of admitted our feelings to each other and just took it from there. Um, And, you know, we were like hanging out, talking, you know, our first kiss happened and like all that shit, but we weren't dating. um, So we didn't come out to anyone. And so we started dating. I think it was literally the day I asked her out. Um, I was walking. I asked her out in school just privately. Um, and she said yes. So we were dating, you know. Woo-hoo. So um, I was walking outside of school with my sister. We were walking to our cars. And my girlfriend at the time and I were holding hands, um, which we had done like months before that we just like held hands but like we weren't dating (laughs) but like platonic yeah and i think everyone in school probably had a feeling but no one ever said anything yeah um so it was literally the day we started dating um she walked to her car and me and my sister um were getting in our car to drive home and she's like so are you guys like dating now and i was like i mean yeah we just and she's like like when like what happened and so i told her you know like literally just like two hours ago (laughs) like um so that's how i came out to my sister that's the first person i came out to Mm -hmm. um and then i think it was that night actually i came home i was sitting on the couch in my living room and my dad was on the couch um my sister who i had come out to was sitting there too and i was sitting there thinking i'm like i mean i might as well just get it over with um so i was like hey dad so like i need to talk to you about something and he's like okay and i was like don't make it like a big thing like it's not a huge deal i just want you to know like this you know we're dating you know i i'm bisexual at this point i'm i think that's what i am i like Mm -hmm. girls um and i'm dating her (laughs) his response was yeah no shit <laughs> so he had already that. known. He already knew. Um which is funny. Um we, that just tells how obvious we were months before we started dating. Um mm-hmm. And then after that, you know, we were sitting there and my dad was like, "You know, I really think you should go tell your mom that if you want, if you're comfortable with it, you know, I think you should tell her. But if not, that's okay too. You know, do it in your own time, whatever." I love the relationship that you have with your dad. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I was like, "Yeah, you know, I felt brave now that I had come out to my dad, you know." And I had known my parents wouldn't judge me for that. They're mm-hmm. pretty open-minded when it comes to stuff like that. Um, so I knew my mom wouldn't judge me, and she was upstairs. So I walked up there, and it's still I still that like feeling. It's, it's it so is scary. It's scary. Um, 
and you know, I walked up there and I, she was laying in bed. And so I sat down and I was like, Hey, so I need to tell you something. And she's like, okay. So I told her and my mom being my mom, she's so dramatic. Sometimes she, <laughs> you know, starts crying. She's like, I'm so proud of you. You I know, I'm that. so happy for you. I want you to know, I don't judge you for this. I'm so proud of you, blah, blah, That's blah. So cute. And it is adorable, you know, looking back on it, that was really sweet of her. But at the time it was so awkward. Um, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it's like I'm already like you know shitting my pants about to tell her and then she's so accepting and it's like oh god this is like too fucking much like too nice like and so yeah that's how I came out to my family um at school I kind of got outed a little bit um so my girlfriend and I would hold hands in the hallway like a stupid high school relationship yeah. <laughs> We didn't tell anyone. I think people just kind of picked up on it. Um, and I was in cosmetology school my junior year and senior year. Um, and I had a really um, good friend in my class. Her name is Ashley. Um, and she pulled me aside one day. Ashley Fowler, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Ashley. Um, and I, she was my first, like, friend at school that I told. Um, mm -hmm. And... She like pulled me aside and she's like, hey, like I have a question. And I'm like, okay. And she was like, are you in her dating? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. Like I have a girlfriend too. Like I just want, I was just curious. I'm like, yeah, like no big deal. Um, and everything was great, you know. And I had told a couple of my other friends in my class, you know, hey, like just so you know, I'm okay. dating her. And then there was this really rude girl um, in my class who – I did not like her. She didn't like me. Um, and we were sitting in class. It was a classroom full of girls and just so loudly says, Jamie, are you dating her? In front of everyone. Oh, and like, God. I mean, the I had come panic. I could feel it. <laughs> yeah. And like, I had come to terms with my sexuality, but it was still so awkward for me to like, I just felt like I was put on the spot. Um, so I was like, yeah. And it was just like really awkward. But I mean, after that, it was fine. Um, like you said, we live in a small town. So mm -hmm. my two years of high school that I was out were not the best. Um, lots yeah. of homophobic slurs yelled through the hallway at me. Um, That's so yeah. traumatizing. Yeah, I mean, I laughed it off because it's like, fuck you. Do you not have anything better to do than right. worry about my life? Um, and it was people I didn't even know. You know, I'd just be walking down the hallway holding my girlfriend's hand or just by myself and they'd be across the hall and just yell dyke or like faggot or like and it's just like Oh my god. And, yeah. Um so I had to deal with that my last two years of high school, but What the fuck? It was only, you know, it wasn't like the whole fucking school sitting right. there talking shit. It was only, you know, a couple yeah, a handful of people, but mm -hmm. I mean, still, it sucked, but it's, like, that it's hurts. fine. It, it does, because it's, like, well, shit, like, I'm happy. Like, why can't I just be happy? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not affecting them in any sort of way. Right. And so – and it's so weird. Speaking about sexuality, it's so funny. Um, I quit my job recently, um, but when I was still working there, I wasn't close with anyone I worked with, really. Mm -hmm. um, but – this one girl, I had talked to her. She's really nice, whatever. Um, the one day she was having boy troubles or something, and she, like, told me about it. I was like, yeah, like, that sucks. And she's like, do you have a boyfriend? 
and I'm like, uh, no, like not at the moment. Cause like, I don't know. I feel like still so weird. Like having to re come out. It's so right. weird to me when it's, it's just, like people I'm not like close with. It's just, it's the fact that you're never going to be able to like, be like, Oh, I came out. Like there's always going to be someone that <laughs> yeah. you have to come out to. And that's just like, right. not, it's not cool. It's not. And it is scary because you never know what someone's reaction is going to be. Literally the gay panic. Yeah. And it's scary. And so like even now, you know, with people I worked with, I there was only a few people that I was close with at work that knew that I was interested in girls. But mm-hmm. other than that, like when people would ask me, I would just deflect the question because I just like, I don't think it matters. It's like, why do I need to tell all these people who I'm yeah. who I want to have sex with? Like. I don't think it matters. No, not at all. So, yeah. What was your coming out like? I feel like that's... I mean... That's a very good question because I'm not out to, like... Right, and that's true. You're not out to everyone, so... Um, We we went to different high schools. However, Mm -hmm. like, you went to school with a couple hundred kids. I went to school Mm -hmm. about, like, a hundred. Yeah, my school is much bigger than yours. So the homophobic energy and it's the class that I graduated yeah, with just yeah just just not very warm and inviting. So For sure. I kind of really yeah could, like swallowed these feelings. Um hundred percent. The first person I really told was my cousin Anna. Um we were just like having a conversation. I was like, you know, like I don't like I like people I don't like boys I don't like just girls like I just like people and I say the same thing to like one of my friends Skylar Hayes um (laughs) she's so sweet she's like the sweetest person I've ever met such a sweetheart Mm -hmm. and it's just because like Skylar has this like motherly like 100 percent like inviting warm feeling and that's so crazy that because I was never really friends with her but I even though I didn't know her, I always felt comfortable around her. Really like mom vibes. Never judgmental, like yes. super understanding. Love you know. Skyler. Yeah. Um, so I, shout out to you. I know we weren't friends. I know I was kind of mean in high school, but <laughs> you're really cool. Um, I told her the same thing because her sister is not straight. So I, I don't know why. Like I just felt some sort of comfort with Skylar just like just the way that she is and like how accepting her family is I was like I could tell her right and she's not gonna judge me right and then I kind of like that was like maybe my freshman year in high school mm-hmm. didn't bring up these feelings always felt them in the back of my head I've had like comments like oh if I find out that you're gay um mm-hmm. it's just not gonna be cool um, right so I was kind of like really scared mm-hmm. to come out um I graduated and I decided not to come out in high school because of the homophobic people. So I first texted Skylar and Tanner in a group and I was like, hey, I need to tell you guys something and please don't judge me. <laughs> and Skylar was like, I know. Yeah, you don't even have to say it. And Tanner was like, okay. <laughs> like, all right. And then I called Tiffany, which is my sister-in-law. We're really close. And 
she's like I'm so glad that like you feel comfortable telling me this yeah um bear in mind parents don't know nothing um yeah so I made kind of a dumb decision looking back at it now like this is not the way I wanted to go about it um I made a video and I posted it on my Finsta kind of to be like hey I'm coming out of the closet like (laughs) yeah I don't have a label I was like at the time I thought it was pansexual I I feel like that's kind of still what I've landed on when I've thought about it that's what I land on now um same there's a time where I thought I was just strictly lesbian Mm -hmm. been there bisexual yeah I just feel like my sexuality really is fluid um same I have some family members on my Finsta account and I was at the awkward coming out yes it was kind of taken pretty well and then I was like hey just want to let everyone know on my Finsta I have not told my parents let that be my news let me do it when I'm going to do it right um I was at my cousin's graduation party (laughs) I brought Sandra along with me and my one of my cousins approached me and was like hey so-and-so is saying some things about you coming out like it being disgusting and like just not agreeing with it and like yeah that's when I started panicking because like my mom's gonna find out Mm -hmm. and it's not the way that I want her to find out right that is and it's such like a personal thing and like to build I, up the courage to tell someone it should be coming from you, not someone else. Like, I don't care if you don't think that's important. That's important to me. I it waited. Is. It's really important. It's something you had to deal with for so long to yeah, come like, to terms I've with. waited for years to do this. Right. And so, it's your thing to tell. Yeah. So I didn't get to do it the way I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my cousin sit at this table with me with Tanner and I called my mom over. I was like, hey, <laughs> this is being said. So I want to let you know before you find out some other way. Mom, I like girls too. Mm-hmm. My mom didn't skip a beat. Like she was like, <laughs> okay, and? You're right. Which is like the best reaction I feel like. Um, I, till this day, am not like out to my dad. Mm-hmm. I don't have a relationship with him really. Um, we don't like each other. Um, <laughs> so I don't feel the need to share that part of my life with him because understandable I just know that wouldn't be accepted from him right um with that being said those are really just the people that I came out with in general mm-hmm. if you find out you find out I just kind of let it I just go with the flow right so I wanted to bring up <laughs> <laughs> I, of course, you know, didn't come out to people in high school. So people that I went to high school with Mm. really didn't know that, like, I like girls. Unless they, like, saw it on my Twitter where I'd be like, ah, like, girls are hot. Like, stupid shit. Right. Um, So I want to bring up this particular person. This is important because it's funny Kirsten and I had very similar experiences with this person. So so have a lot of other people. So tell your part. And Gay I'll tell and mine. straight girls mm-hmm. that we went to school with. So you tell your story. I'll tell mine. So I was, I'll just go ahead and read the messages. As you should. So I'm laying in bed. This is the time in my life where I thought like, 
I was strictly lesbian. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way I could like a man. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, when Harry Styles said, do you know who you are? The answer still is no. Simply no. I don't know. Right. I like what I like. Mm-hmm. I like people. Exactly. So this <laughs> particular person messaged me out of nowhere. Haven't talked to him since I graduated. Uh-huh. So it's, it's been a minute. I've always liked you. What? I don't know you. <laughs> so respectfully, I was like, I, I didn't know what to say. Of course. So said, it's so weird. I was like, ha, like, I like girls. Like, cool. Oh, shit. When did this happen? <laughs> to which I responded. I mean, I feel like I've always knew and had some kind of like internalized homophobia towards myself, mm-hmm. which I feel like a lot of people who are gay or whatever mm-hmm. have had some sort of internalized homophobia. Like, there's of no fucking way I like girls. Type right. Shit. All right. Okay. Anyways, going. Anyways, <laughs> I said I had some internalized homophobia towards myself, so I never really realized until like now haha <laughs> yeah of course the haha because i'm uncomfortable i don't know what the yeah. fuck to say yeah it's weird and he said like you wouldn't even try god which i was trying so, to try what because so like pathetic. what so fucking pathetic never mind so pathetic so I, gross i just really wasn't expecting that like you're so beautiful I was like, yeah, like, neither was I. Really, thanks. Um, he goes, oh, this sucks. I said, I'm really sorry. Yeah, like, like, which is so fucking stupid that you have to apologize for not fucking liking someone, like. Which I would have thought after me saying, like, sorry, like, he would have got the point, like, not interested. Mm-hmm. He said, damn, nothing could change your mind at all. And I was like, nah, like. I like women, he said, but I could treat you good as fuck. God, I said, so fucking stupid. Yeah, but I think I'm gay. <laughs> God. And he said, well, you used to like guys. I said, yeah, because I just couldn't accept what, like, who I was. And I was just, I'm, I'm confused. Right. He said, I'm literally so confused right now, but okay, LOL. <laughs> And I said, how is me liking women confusing, though? Right. Not every single queer person immediately knows right away who they are. It takes time to know who you are. Unfortunately, we went to school in a small time, t- time town <laughs> where it's not really accepted to be that way, which made it totally harder, much like so much harder to like figure out who I am. Right. And be okay with that. Mm-hmm. So which I was like texting a friend of mine like hey like this person is like messaging me this like it's making me uncomfortable like what sh- like how sh- how should i word my responses basically right to which he was like oh fuck no like let let me like defend you which like i appreciate but like yeah. not completely necessary but i appreciate right. it right so i get hit with a now you want to say I'm harassing you? What the fuck ever? You're ridiculous. <laughs> I said. It's the guilt tripping for me. Right. I was like, I didn't say you're harassing me, but like. 
go why off. Why are you like making that. me feel shitty for liking women? Right. Um, which he immediately deleted every single message, blocked me. Of course, me. of course. And I feel like that's a similar pat- pattern that happens with women who like girls from our school now, from this particular person. Because I know, Jamie, you have a story with this I, guy too. I sure do. And it would bring me so much joy to tell it. Um, Let's hear it. I won't say any names. You know who you are. You're a piece of shit. You're disgusting. Um, oh, fuck. I could put your ass on blast right now, but I won't because I don't need to do that. But yeah, so um, I had broken up with my girlfriend at this point. This was really only about seven or eight months ago. Um, and similar to you, I get a random DM on Instagram from him. Haven't talked to this kid in a year and a half. And he's like, hey, like, you're looking so good nowadays. Like, haven't talked to you in a while. Like, how are you doing? And I'm like, oh, haha, like, thanks. Like, I'm good. Like, why are you messaging me? And <laughs> he's like, you know, I always really liked you in high school. And I would really love, you know, a shot to go out with you now, which is so silly because so fucking silly because silly goose. <laughs> silly goose. Uh, this kid was so fucking rude to me in high school. Oh my God, Saint he was so fucking mean to me. So mean. And keep in mind, I was out in high school. So he had known I liked girls, um, but still just really couldn't accept that clearly because he, you know, messaged me and said that. And I'm like, look, nothing's changed from high school. I still like girls like sorry nothing's gonna happen and he's like please like are you sure like I could change your mind I'm like I mean unless you can grow tits and all the other female anatomy I don't think I'm interested right and <laughs> of course he's like come on like you don't even know like I could treat you so good blah 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 and I'm like honestly dude you can't fucking keep up with me like I don't think you know like who I am but just save yourself the fucking embarrassment i'm not interested and And he starts starts, you know getting pissy and he's like you know like you're a fucking bitch like you're not even dating that girl anymore like blah 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 like you don't even know who you are and i'm like actually i do know who i am i've come to terms with it a long time ago um don't need your fucking opinion didn't ask Mm -hmm. for it um and, you know, he finally deleted all the messages, blocked it, whatever. I'm like, Same okay. Shit. And then about, I would say a month later, I get, because I had blocked him on Instagram. And about a month later, um, I get a fucking Facebook message. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Facebook <laughs> messenger, which just, if that doesn't tell you how desperate this kid is, I don't know what will. Um, no shade to anyone who communicates over facebook messenger but i just personally don't with peace and love that's fucking stupid like (laughs) and so you know he sends me this message on facebook and he's like hey like i'm really sorry i was you know i said those things to you like i didn't mean it like blah 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 and so i'm like i was bored that day so i'm like hey i could use some entertainment so i'm like sure so i'm like you know it's whatever like you just really need to learn how to respect women because clearly you don't and And i just want to point out 
it's not just like queer women that he's doing this to it's straight right. women right i've had people reach out to me after like me talking about those messages mm-hmm. from other schools being like hey this is it this guy mm-hmm. because he's messaging me he's messaging my friend like he's making us uncomfortable he's saying these he things. just like, harasses people and making me feel guilty for like not being interested right Okay, sorry. To no. Okay. So yeah, you know, I was like, oh, whatever. Like, I accept your apology, but I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to yeah. associate with someone like you because you're rude. You're gross. You're fucking clearly homophobic. <laughs> like, your homophobia is showing. Um, and so he's like, I just don't know why you won't just like give me a chance. And I'm like, because I don't know if I need to spell it out for you, but I don't like you i like girls um and so he's like well will you at least add me on snapchat so we can talk about this i'm like yeah sure because i'm just this is fucking comedy to me i thought this was the funniest shit so i'm like yeah fuck it so i add him on snapchat and of course he's like we just let me take you on a date like you don't know what you're missing out on and blah 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 and i'm like dude for the last fucking time i don't like you the answer is no. Get over it and move on. And he's like, but I could turn you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, you are so fucking stupid if you think that's how it works. You're not turning anybody. If anyone's turning anybody, it's me. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Literally, I'm like, I'm sorry. It doesn't work. Like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to be straight. Right. And like, so I like me being an idiot at the time. I like just made that comment where it's like, well, I could turn someone, which was a stupid thing to say. It's shitty. But I said it because I was like pissed off and I was like, dude, I have Mm -hmm. a better chance of turning a girl than you. Right. Um, Wasn't the right thing to say, but I was pissed. Um, And he's like, well, he likes this is another thing. I don't think I've ever told you this. Okay. He, like, randomly started sending me some random girl's nudes. <gasps> yeah. And he's like, well, what you- the fuck? Yeah. And he's like, well, could you turn her, do you think? And I'm like, I said, I was Hold like. Hold up. Yeah, I didn't tell you that. So That is so disgusting. So. What the fuck? fuck? Yeah. So I was like, well, fuck turning someone. I literally said I was like. Fuck turning someone. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I literally said. You're fucking disgusting to sit there and disrespect this poor girl and fucking send her nudes around to people that you don't even know. You don't know that me. That's so violating. To what sit there the and send me this girl's nudes is so fucking disrespectful and disgusting. And I hope, you know, you can live with yourself because you're gross. That's so fucked up. Like fucking pig. So obviously I fucking swipe out and get rid of them because that's so fucking messed up. And I would be devastated if someone did that to me. And As so someone that like has experienced yeah. that, like it's so violating it and is. heartbreaking. Like right. It sucks. It right. sucks. It's just like embarrassing and such an invasion of like privacy. privacy. Like it's yeah. someone that you trusted with that. Right. And the fact that, you know, he sat there and sent those to me when I haven't talked to this kid in two years. It's like who, Who else, else are you sending yep. them to? You're sending them exactly. to all your little friends. You're all fucking pigs. You're all gross. Grow the fuck up. Be an adult. Like, this girl clearly trusts you enough for whatever reason to send you those photos. Mm-hmm. So, 
instead of being a little douche, why don't you fucking respect her? And if you don't want to see, just delete them instead of sending them to people. Like, that's just, yeah, that shit does not sit with me. Like, fuck that. You're a piece of shit. Like, so messed up. And I already told him that. I'm like, you're a fucking disgusting piece of shit. Like, don't talk to me. Right. And he's like, you know what? Fuck you. Like, whatever. And I'm like, it's always fuck you. Right. Little fucking immature ass boy can't take accountability when he knows he's wrong. Pull in the victim card. As always. Um, So, yeah. After that, I blocked him and I haven't spoken to him since. And then it was like a month ago. You and I were at breakfast and we fucking ran into him. (laughs) (laughs) We fucking ran into him. Um, It's like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah. And I just fucking ignored him. But you actually, they he was with a group of guys that we went to school with. And they were all like staring at you and you waved. I gave him a nice wave. I was just saying hi. I was being friendly. I think that's really big of you. That's a big thing to do. And well, I like respect we, it. We made eye contact. Like, it's awkward. Yeah. Just look right. down. Just fucking wave. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right. Oh. Anyways, um, moving on. I guess we could get move forward to like wrapping this up um yeah we're pretty much wrapped right. up almost um i want to was... oh sorry go ahead no that's okay there was just one other thing i wanted to talk about um kirsten and i are planning a little vacation um oh yeah in a few months um when it's safe tiffany to... when you're if you're watching this <laughs> we're coming for you can me and jamie stay at your house please please we need this um when it's all safe to travel, obviously, um, we're planning on going to Florida. And so, Kirsten, you know, I told Kirsten, let's go on vacation. And she's like, I'm down. We can go to Florida, like swim with the fucking sharks and stingrays. We're going to the Gulf Aquarium, baby. Okay. So I have my own personal issues with this because I was a very naive teenager, very <laughs> stupid. Um, and I've been to Florida a few times. Um, and this is so fucking embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling this. So basically, it was the one year we were in Florida with my family. We went snorkeling. Yeah. Um, we went Good to time. like a, a coral reef in the middle of the ocean to snorkel, see all the shit. And I'm like, okay, sick. Um, I was fearless. Second we got there, I got my life jacket on. I put my fucking snorkel on and I dove in and I fucking had the best time. Um, and I didn't realize that there could be sharks in that part of the ocean. Well, is the ocean. Right. <laughs> I don't know what I thought. I just thought maybe they don't swim in this part of the ocean because why would we be here swimming if there were sharks around? Mm-hmm. I just couldn't comprehend that. Yeah, it's a big possibility. There could be sharks. So I was fearless. You know, I'm swimming with the fucking fish. I'm looking at the coral, having the best time. Yeah. And not a care in the fucking world. Uh, I had a good time. And then, you know, the rest of the vacation, I'm big on swimming in the ocean. I think it's so fun. Love surfing, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was obviously a little bit stupider. Um I would swim in the ocean for fucking two hours straight. You know, I would go out there and fucking swim, have fun. Didn't think there were sharks. 
just couldn't comprehend that sharks were in those parts of the oceans. I just, for some reason, they literally go everywhere. I know. I didn't (laughs) know that. I just thought they were in the deep end of the ocean. I didn't Christ. I didn't know. Um, And so the vacation went great. It was so fun. No, no emergency sharks, nothing. And then, so we get home and a week fucking later, my dad, comes up to me and he goes jamie you're never gonna believe this i'm like what and he goes there's a fucking great white shark spotting right where we were snorkeling oh my god and i'm like what the fuck do you mean and he's like yeah like they were on the boat nobody was in the water yet but it was right where we were snorkeling that's so scary great white spotting and i'm like well what the fuck do you mean how did it get there like why is there a shark there and he's like what's the middle of the ocean and i'm like i mean i didn't think they went in those parts of the ocean (laughs) and he's like bro they literally could like go up to shore (laughs) right didn't know that um so i was like oh so they can be anywhere in the ocean okay um so after that i've been i haven't been to florida in years but i've been really reluctant i think i went one time Mm -hmm. after that and I swim in the ocean still, but I was a little fucking more cautious. I actually right. had a little bit of fear in me because before that, didn't have a fucking care in the world. I would go out there and have the best fucking time and didn't comprehend that there could very well be sharks. Um, so now we're, you know, we're talking about this trip in a couple months for us to go. And Kirsten brings up fucking swimming with sharks and string with er, string race. <laughs> just stroked out um stingrays she wants to fucking swim in these things and i'm like that's how i mean tifted it i have swam with dolphins i've not done sharks i've not done stingrays because sharks bite stingrays sting it's like a hammerhead they don't do shit bullshit bullshit they have teeth all you gotta do is fucking piss them off and they fucking bite the fuck out of you just don't piss them off right i don't know if i can do that i think they sense fear and yeah they definitely do i'm gonna be shitting my pants if we do it can we go parasailing yeah all right sick i've never done that so i guess the moral of the story is um tiffany this is our public request um yes can we stay at your house with peace and love also another moral of the story i'm fucking stupid so <laughs> that's my moral of the story um all so, right yeah. Lastly, I just want to talk about song of the week. Yes, um, ma'am. What is yours this week? I'm going. You know what? I've been fucking with Zane. Um, I'm going calamity. Zane. Yes. Such. It's a yes. poem. It's poetry. It's the most one of the most interesting fucking songs I've ever listened to because mm-hmm. it's literally just him speaking to a beat and it's the words he's a fucking nobody (laughs) nobody he is an absolute genius absolute genius gotta go listen to it calamity insane go listen all right i'm gonna say mine is i'm gonna go with zane as well love it i'm gonna go with outside it's on the same album um i just recommend to literally everyone to go stream nobody is listening that album the entire so good from start to finish it really just takes you on a journey it's a journey it's a journey his vocals are 
insane. insane. So good. Not only his vocals, the lyrics. The like, lyrics. Are you like fucking I said. kidding me? And it's like underrated. He underrated. needs more recognition because his lyrics are so impressive. Like God, I love him. So, like I said, Calamity is like one of the most fucking beautiful pieces of poetry I've ever read. Yes. So, go listen to it. It's good shit. All right. And I just want to end this with, again, if anyone has any questions, comments, or concerns, please just send them my way. Jamie's way. We would love to answer anything. Um, I'm still working on the Instagram account. I'll get back to you on that. (laughs) Do you have anything else to add? Um, I guess I'll do my little outro for good. All right. All right. This has been great. This has been Let's Talk About It with Jamie and Kirsten. Come back next Tuesday for some more fun. More fun. <laughs> for some more fun. Um, be nice, do good. Treat people with kindness. Stay safe. All the love. Should we roll the outro? Thank <laughs> you.